Today, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my current marketing strategies in my business. And I'm hoping these are some ideas that you can take away to challenge yourself to maybe look at your own business differently or just some like new fresh ideas. I love talking about marketing strategy because I think as a business owner, I can get kind of bored, to be honest, doing the same old thing. And it's actually one of my favorite things about this job. Like I actually love that the algorithm's always tra- changing and there's always new apps and trends. Although I'm not gonna lie, when TikTok came out, I was like, seriously, like I don't wanna do another app. But you know, now I've embraced it and I really enjoy TikTok. But I really love that there's always a new challenge. There's always a new approach. And one thing I wanna point out before we dive in is the fact that there is no one size fits all package here. So I'm going to share what works for me. It may not work the same for you. You might have different opinions, um, you know, with our audiences being different, that also makes, has an impact, I should say. And I always like to remind people that if there was one, you know, secret success method, if there was one road to success, it would be pretty boring and everyone would be business owners. If we had this cookie cutter, clear pathway and step-by-step instructions that if we all follow, we're all going to be successful. That's just not how it is on social media. But if it was like that, like it would be a bit silly. Everyone could do this job. And that that's why not everyone chooses to run a business to get into social media management because it's not easy. We have to be constantly experimenting with new strategies, testing new techniques, testing new theories. So today is like a little bit of an update on what I'm doing. I know the last time I did an episode on my Instagram strategy for growth, you guys really loved it. So I hope you guys will enjoy this episode just as much. Remember to leave a review of the podcast, hit that follow or subscribe button and let's get in. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. So last year, I really started looking at my social media presence differently. And I've been using this approach, which I'm calling or I'm calling the social media funnel. And the idea here is to take the traditional marketing funnel that we have had. I don't know how long in this industry. I actually don't know who invented it. But the idea of the inverted funnel of we reach lots of people. That's the top of our funnel. We reach lots of people initially, but not all of those people will go down the journey to become a customer. A lot of the times they, you know, will buy something else, they'll follow someone else (laughs) and that's okay. And it's like looking at a TikTok or an Instagram reel that reaches 10,000 people, like not all 10,000 views are going to convert into customers. This is normal. This is standard. Now that is like the traditional 
marketing funnel. So you had your top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel. And for me, I started applying this structure to social media platforms. Now, a lot of the time people ask me, do I need to be on more more than one social media platform? And in 2023, my answer is most definitely yes. I know the traditional or the cliche advice is go all in on one platform, focus your energy in one place and really nurture it and do your best work there. I definitely agree with this to a certain extent, but from my experience working on my own Instagram, my own business and many of my other clients' businesses, one social media platform is no longer enough to grow in 2023. It is not enough. You need to be stepping up the game if you want to be seeing rapid like results, rapid growth, right? And this really brings me back to the idea of a social media platform funnel. So I started looking at platforms as a place on the funnel. So I was looking at what are my platforms that are highly searchable and where can people find me? Then where can I send them to nurture the relationship, that second phase of the funnel, and ultimately get more conversions? Because as we know, viral videos do not guarantee sales, and we need to make sure we have a method and a strategy to get those conversions coming in. So the way I look at it as your top funnel, which is awareness, I think of platforms like YouTube, Pinterest, and TikTok. These are your high SEO or high search friendly platforms. When you think about wanting to look up a review for a product or how to recover your sofa or how to cut your hair, in the case of my sister and mine's viral video, those places, when you have those questions, you're most likely to go to YouTube. You're also most likely to go to TikTok these days. TikTok is doing incredible things with their search engine. In fact, there are studies coming out saying, and I've, I've just read these online, I haven't looked into them myself, so I don't know like the complete you know, validity of these, but there are people saying that when it comes to Gen Zers and the younger generation, most of these people are actually using TikTok over Google to search for things, which I thought was really interesting. And I started doing this recently. Um, if you're new around here, you uh, wouldn't know that I have an, a handbag obsession, but regular listeners, they know, especially my YouTube subscribers and Instagram followers. Um, but anyway, I was looking to buy a new handbag and I couldn't find any reviews on YouTube. So I was like, huh, let me give this like TikTok search a try just for like a personal thing, not like a business thing. And I popped this handbag and I popped review into their search and so many videos come up and it was brilliant. And now I've been doing that for every single thing that I look to purchase for my wardrobe, which was a few things this month because it was my birthday <laughs> on the 29th of March. So I was doing a bit of shopping and I love it. And it really made me realize how other consumers are now using the app. Now, coming back to our funnel, when it comes to the middle which is the nurture phase of the funnel. This is where I personally view apps like Instagram. So when people tell me Instagram is dying, I don't want to put any effort into it, rah, rah, rah. I disagree with that because I think Instagram is still relevant. It's just got a slightly different role in our businesses now. Now with Reels, you know, there can be really good exposure there and that can hit that awareness funnel. I know there are some ac accounts who do really well with graphics and carousels and get really good shares on that. So that's not to say that Instagram has no reach or it doesn't hit that awareness category. But where Instagram shines is the connection. 
And from my personal experience and working with clients, there is no other app that compares when it comes to creating a connection with the audience, having conversations. Like Instagram is so built for that. Some other platforms that I might put in the middle of this, this social media funnel would be podcasts, having, you know, things like this, me chatting to you guys, me being in your earbuds for like 20 or 30 minutes, that builds quite a strong connection. Uh, I love chatting with my podcast community on Instagram because I do think like they know me best and I love that. I would also put maybe email marketing here because again, your emails, you don't necessarily send out to a massive list. Like your email isn't necessarily going to go viral like a TikTok that gets exposed on the For You page to a whole bunch of people. Your emails are to go out to your existing audience and develop that relationship. Now I know emails aren't like a social media platform like Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok, but I think they're so important and they've become even more important for me and my growth strategy this year for that nurture phase. And that's why I kind of like to slide it in as a social media platform, because I do think if someone doesn't love, uh, say, Instagram and they don't want to be on Instagram, I would suggest for them, hey, start an email list, start a weekly newsletter to build that connection with your audience and try collect and funnel leads from TikTok onto that email list. So create a lead magnet, create a, a freebie, something like that, and get people across to an email list rather than your Instagram. So what I'm basically trying to explain here, <laughs> I've kind of given you like a preview of the whole concept there, but with the social media funnel, with the social media platform funnel, the idea for the ultimate strategy is we take a platform from the top of the funnel, the top area of awareness, and then we combine it with a platform from the middle of the funnel. So for example, having a strategy where you post on TikTok, but you also post on Instagram, or you post on YouTube and you also post on Instagram, or you post on Pinterest and TikTok, and then you have a podcast. Having a combination of platforms and making sure you're strategically choosing platforms that tick off the awareness, have the high SEO, give you lots of exposure to new people, but you also have the platform that builds the relationship because relationships, connection equals conversion. That is what it's all about. You need to be connecting with that audience. Of course, there is the exception. People will have a viral TikTok and people watch it once and they're like, I need to buy this product. I need to check this out. But we can't We can't all have that happen. Okay, guys? <laughs> that is like the small 2%. And even after those viral TikToks for businesses that have had that, the most important thing is maintaining that connection and awareness and continuing to engage with their audience and bring those customers back because we love repeat customers in marketing. So coming back to my personal strategy for 2023, obviously, if you're listening here, you know, we've got a podcast on the go. <laughs> so I've got my podcast and I've got my Instagram page and I still love Instagram. I'm still giving it lots of love and attention in terms of content. However, I'm being smart with my time and I'm making sure I'm not putting all of my eggs in one basket and I have some other platforms that give me the exposure that can push me out, make me go viral and can get me in front of new audiences who are searching for things that 
I can answer. So for me, those platforms, and I say those because I have two of them, I've opted for TikTok and YouTube. So when it comes to the customer journey for the people that end up buying my courses or hiring me to work uh, as their social media strategist, I often find they'll discover me on YouTube and more recently they discovered me on TikTok because to be fair, like TikTok is still a new platform for me. Um, and I'm noting the, the noticing the increase in people finding me there, but they'll find me on TikTok or YouTube just for this example. Maybe they're searching social media strategy or what does a social media manager actually do day in the life of a social media manager. And they come across my YouTube video and they're like, hmm, I like this video. Good quality, good info. I'm learning lots. I like this chick. I want to know more about her. Now, obviously they can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Fantastic. That's my call to action in all of those videos. But the interesting thing that happens without me even adding a call to action is the amount of people that will go from a YouTube video and make the effort to find me on Instagram. Now I do have a link to my Instagram page in my description of every YouTube video. And it is also on my YouTube banner. Like if you go to the channel page, um, you'll find my sister's Instagram and my Instagram linked there. But it's really awesome to see how I don't have to put heavy call to actions in and be like, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. It just happens naturally because people are curious. They want more content from me. They want to get to know me more. They want some, you know, fresh, more up-to-date goodness because a lot of my videos that are still getting views or still getting the most views can be like one or two years old. So it's nice for them to come to my Instagram and be like, oh, what's this chick up to now? What's new? And yeah, it's really interesting how they find me on YouTube. It's like clockwork. Find me on YouTube. Come over to Instagram. They'll follow. Sometimes they'll DM and be like, oh, I love that video you uploaded. Or they'll reply to one of my stories at some point and be like, I just found you recently or I just found you a month ago on uh, TikTok or on YouTube. I came through this video. Really like your content. Like that is how most of my conversations start in the DMs with people and then I can get chatting to them. And what this does is the content I post on Instagram, specifically stories, helps build that connection. They've discovered me, they've followed me, and now they're getting to know me. They're getting to know my personal story. They're getting to know uh, my kind of expertise and authority. They're seeing like, oh, wow, this girl really does know her stuff. It's not just like a fluke that, you know, she put together one really good YouTube video. They're also seeing testimonials from my students and clients. And they just get this beautiful insight that Instagram gives to followers, which is just like the daily grind, like the little daily behind the scenes snippets, all of that stuff helps build that connection. And this is why I am so passionate about social media. Coming from a background in print media where everything was, you know, very static on a page, I didn't have any analytics or data, it, it was a struggle for me, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, being able to see like, okay, how many people actually read this page that I wrote in the magazine and how long were they staying on that and all of those little things. But the other thing was like, there was a lack of connection there with our, our readers, I really felt. And social media is so interesting because it allows us like access to business owners that we've never had before. Like if we think about, I don't know, someone starting a marketing agency 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't get to see fun things like an office tour or a day in the life of their employees or insights into their meeting, their wins, their challenges. Like that just didn't exist. Or 
we had was shiny ads and magazines and maybe some like puffy PR pieces in the newspaper, etc. And I just think that's freaking cool. And we should totally be taking advantage of this as business owners and putting ourselves out there online to connect with our customers, you know, open up the doors and, and let them have some really cool insights into your business. Now, sometimes my customers, my clients, my students will come through this funnel at high speed. I had someone, shout out to Samantha if you're listening. I had Samantha come through, find one of my viral TikToks. She binged my other TikToks. She jumped across to YouTube. I mean, no, she jumped across to Instagram, sorry. And she started binging the content there. She saw that I had a free webinar. She signed up for that. And she ended up buying the Dishing Up Digital School. And this was in a matter of like a day or two, which was amazing. Other times, and I would say majority of customers, they do want to follow you for a while. They really want to think about the decision. Maybe it's not the right time for them to buy or invest yet. So often I get people who are like, I've been following you for three months, like so closely. I love everything that you do. And I just signed up for your course, which again is amazing. And often you don't actually know who's following you quietly in the shadows, who's lurking there. Uh, often I, you know, have sales come through and I'm like, who is this person? I've never had a conversation and I reach out and it's exactly that. They've just been following me quietly, being a quiet supporter of my work, observing, learning, taking it all in. And then they were, they were ready a few months later to take the plunge. I even had someone, uh, shout out Zoe who signed up for my Dishing Up Digital Live Accelerator that I launched recently. Unfortunately, it's closed if you're listening now. Uh, but Zoe was someone that I'd been in touch with literally, I want to say like five months ago. And she'd been following me longer than that. And when I got in touch with her five months ago, I was like, hey, this is my course. Would love to have you. And she was like, sorry, it's just not the right time for me for, you know, whatever reasons, life. And it's just so funny that she's now come back to me. She's come back to the program and she's enrolled. And I just think that's such a beautiful thing because we get so disheartened sometimes when a customer says no or, you know, a follower says no, they don't want to sign up and you kind of start to blame yourself. And I think it's important to hear, guys, that just sometimes your social media funnel just takes some time to work. It is a process. And the reason why I have good, consistent sales when it comes to my courses, when it comes to client inquiries uh, it's, it's steady now because I've been doing this for a while and all of the work that I've been doing just stacks on top of each other. And that is where you get the consistent inquiries and the consistent sales from. As I said earlier, email marketing has also been a really big thing for me in 2023. No email doesn't necessarily help me grow as like in terms of follow account, but it certainly helps grow the old bank account. Ha <laughs> ha, wink, wink. And yeah, I've been introducing that more to my strategy as I think, you know, algorithms are always changing. I always get messages, people being like, oh my gosh, I didn't hear about this offer or this discount or this thing that you launched. Like, how did I miss that? And that's where sometimes the algorithm doesn't quite play in our favor. And having an email list is a great way to have a direct connection or a direct line to someone's inbox. And for me, as I said earlier in this episode, that does really fit in the middle funnel. What I actually ended up doing in my last launch or my most recent launch that worked really well 
was having that relationship between the content that went on Instagram and what I was emailing. And again, I'm one person, (laughs) I'm only one person. So being able to repurpose content is really key for me. So I would take what I had previously written as an old Instagram post in the caption and I would take that and I turned that into a couple of emails. Then I would take the new emails that I'd written and turn that into some Instagram captions. So for me, again, that is the beauty of Instagram and email marketing meeting in that uh, middle part of your funnel doing the same thing of building the connection with people. And that is where I really feel like the content was for me quite easy to repurpose. And that is something that I'd love to continue on throughout the year. I think I've been underutilizing my email list. So I'm really excited to be putting some more content on there, some valuable content, some more exclusive stuff as well. It's not all just going to be repurposed from Instagram. But that is how my social media strategy, my marketing strategy is really looking for for 2023 and it's working well, guys. The reason why I get consistent growth on Instagram and the reason why I see so many clients who don't get it is because I have the top funnel platforms working for me with the SEO always ongoing. Like YouTube videos I uploaded, like I said, two years ago, are still performing and getting me new leads. Then I'm bringing them into Instagram. I'm making sure those leads have somewhere to go where they can feel nurtured, when they can ask me questions, they can get up to date info, all of that good stuff. And when I work with clients who just have an Instagram page, it's extremely hard to grow their account. Almost, I would say impossible, um, unless you've got really good reels and you've got a really strong reels strategy. Otherwise, I just feel like Instagram, you need some things, you need some other platforms funneling into it these days to grow. Like that's my honest opinion. And I'm hoping that this has inspired those of you who maybe just have Instagram, who maybe just have one platform, or maybe you're listening and you just have TikTok and you're like, yeah, TikTok is the future. This is what it's all about. But you're struggling again to create that connection and get those conversions in your business. So hopefully this has been like, had the effect like, okay, actually we do need an Instagram as well. And I know a lot of these things, you know, being across multiple platforms takes time and you don't have to do all of it at once. I didn't start a podcast, a YouTube channel and Instagram and a TikTok all in the same week. (laughs) So definitely manage your time, manage your expectations, all of that stuff. But I do want to show you that it's possible. Like full disclosure, I have two contractors or three contractors working with me on a regular basis. Um, There's a YouTube editor, but she doesn't do all of my YouTube videos. Uh, We also have Hannah who edits the podcast and helps me with a lot of my client work. And then we have Fleur who also helps with my client work. But in the large capacity, like it's me filming these TikToks, it's me recording this podcast, it's me filming the YouTube videos. Like I am one person and I want to show you guys that it is possible to up your content game, to get on multiple platforms, to take advantage of this social media funnel. And you don't have to be burnt out. You don't have to be working weekends. I will... Sometimes I dabble in the weekends, okay, guys? I dabble in a little bit of work. (laughs) But for example, like in my recent launch, which I am going to do like a big launch debrief case study, um, my students get the, the exclusive on that first though, but I definitely will put something together for the podcast or potentially uh, an ebook or a downloadable guide that's a launch debrief. Let me know what you guys would prefer. But during that launch, 
when I should have been, you know, chained to my computer, getting those sales coming in, posting on, you know, all of the social channels 24 seven. I actually took two days off. I went camping, (laughs) had a nice little camping trip. Then it was my birthday. So I had a day off for my birthday. And then I actually got sick the day before my birthday. I'm still a little bit nasally. So (laughs) apologies if that's coming through the microphone. Um, But I had so much time. I started working half days for the rest of the week because I'm like, I am so sick and tired. My body is drained. And I had 18 people sign up for that program during that launch. It was a record-breaking launch for me. It's the biggest launch I've ever had. It was hugely successful and I took a lot of time off. So that is the beauty of using the social media funnel, being being smart about it. But also you don't, you know, you can be a small team. You can be almost a one person team like me with a couple of contractors supporting you. Uh, You don't have to have a huge team, a huge amount of uh, people, a huge amount of budget. And that is the beauty of working in this industry. So I also just wanted to, to deliver that point home and give you guys that insight. I hope this episode has been interesting for you and I hope you've taken away some good notes. Let me know if you've got any requests for upcoming podcast episodes. I tend to like batch record, but I've, I'm gone dry, guys. <laughs> I've recorded all of the episodes that were on my list. So I need your help. Let me know what you want to listen to. Let me know what topics would be most interesting to you. Send me a DM on Instagram and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys.